0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: What up? This is Myron and you. We're listening to the Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast. The Down on the Docks on the Other Side of the Tracks, Dive Bar Style podcast of and about the Seattle Mariners that you're listening to on the Odyssey app. Or, hey, checking this out on YouTube, doesn't matter where you're getting it from. I'm going to actually, I'm going to, I'm going to cut the intro. I'm going to cut all the house cleaning down. As you know, by now you've seen the uh, headlines. You've seen the tweets you've you've been on social media. You've talked to friends and family that are, are Mariners, friends and family, the Jared Kelnick, Marco Gonzalez and Evan White trade to the Atlanta Braves for some people we don't really know much about just happened got a lot of reactions going on we were about to do another episode right before we were about to record about 45 minutes before we we're about to record that episode talking about ty france and his underwear at uh, driveline and some just you know hypotheticals of what we thought was going to happen we actually got some action here lots of mixed emotions going on but we're going to get right into it with me of course Panel up in Edmonds. The guy who broke the uh, news to me as I was driving down the 110 here in Los Angeles, uh, followed by many other texts and all kinds of shit. What's up, Hannah?
2: Country roads, country roads. That's just the one thing that uh, I'm not gonna miss. That is,
1: I am not gonna miss the, uh, uh, the, the country roads that's going to be a hit down in Georgia, down in, down in Dixie. And, you know, it's one of those things where, uh, it's, it's a polarizing trade, even though this is somebody that to be fair, has contributed a bit, but not a lot, but just the promise and what was to be, um, is something that from now on, um, it's going to be something that we're going to be watching, obviously, and obviously something that Jared is going to take um, and put that chip on his shoulder, and uh, let's just get to it. Instant reaction, Hanno.
2: Um, it's really interesting to me. I don't know if it's you've heard this or thought about it, but um, when the Mariners started this rebuild way back in the late Teens, uh, 20 teens. Kelnick was the centerpiece kind of to get this going. It cost cutting salary dump of uh, Cano. And to make the Mets take on Cano's salary, they had to trade uh, Sugar Diaz. And once you know, we re- in return get Kelnick. And uh, it's kind of the same thing happening again. Um, it's another salary dump with Marco and Evan White, you know, about $20 million this year. And to me, uh, they probably asked for Kalnick to uh, do that. And the Mariners are sending cash to the Braves as well. So uh, it's a shocker. It's so unfortunate to me as a 23-year-old still, you know, he's played three years, not full seasons. Um, But giving up on a guy like that, um, for a salary dump and he's the main guy you started this rebuild with. Uh sure he hasn't shown his potential yet of what he's been, but kind of stings.
1: It does it's it's a shocker to me. Yeah. To me personally, the sting is remains to be seen. It remains to be seen what what Jared turns into. Um which I mean if we're going off of the start of last season uh, the first half of the season and even early into the summer it looked like he had turned this corner Um, again I feel like if the Mariners were in a better position with their lineup like if he was in another organization he might not even have been cracking the major leagues until maybe last year or the year before and he wouldn't have had so much pressure on his shoulders. He was expected to come in here and be an everyday player at that age. Um, uh, I just feel like the mix of that and what the Mariners were desperate and needed and him coming up at that time, it definitely affected everything. And then we we also know that through the whole struggles that he had, um, you know, upstairs about everything. And I just feel like the whole situation with the Mariners and Jared Kelnick, for sure, was mismanaged hugely. Um, as far as him going, I mean, uh, I mean, last year, um, and even going into uh, 2022, I wasn't opposed to trading Jared Kelnick because of. Gosh, what we were going to get back. Uh, but as as the scroll says right here at the bottom of the screen, we got right handed pitchers, Cole Ham, Cole Hamels. No, uh, J- Garrett Cole. No, it's Cole Phillips and Jackson Cower. Uh, can you tell me something about what, what came in return here? And we can get into uh, maybe a little bit about Marco and Evan White. And then just we'll get back into Jared Kelnick, which I think is the centerpiece, obviously, of this whole played
2: yeah from what I've read one of them uh relief pitcher 27 years old um been in the bigs now for a little while uh has a career five era plus I believe and then the the other guy um is a 20 year old player that has not played in uh professional baseball yet high upside high uh draft pick second round uh, I've read people say at the time when he was drafted that he might be the steal of the draft, but he ended up having Tommy John surgery, so he hasn't pitched yet. For me, getting back to the Kelnick thing, the reason it's a shocker to me, and I'm with you, I, it it uh, doesn't surprise me that he's traded. It's just shocking to me that he, as a, as an organ, it's more of an organizational thing, as an organization that pumped up. World Series, um, or bust, Uh, we're close, you know, we're, once we got our core together, we're going to spend, none of that happened, you know, Um, and then to then uh, put him as part of the salary dump, and um, just, it's, I'm surprised with all those things. Uh, I can see a part of it. And, and I felt like they sold low on them, um, what they're getting in re- in return. Yes. But I don't know enough about these guys. But it's just part of the salary dump. And to put Kelnick in it um, is surprising to me. Yeah, I just don't think a team that is, you know, wants to be a major or a World Series champion says they're going to spend money needs to make a salary dump of a player like Kelnick, who's making no money to get rid of other money than to possibly sign another big name. Like, you can't do both. Uh, it's just more frustration for me with a Mariner ownership.
1: Yeah, as it is right now, it is very frustrating. I'm I'm looking right here on, on X or Twitter uh i'm just let's just go right to ryan divish let's check this out um uh seattle mariners beat writer uh holds the mariners organization pretty damn accountable to be honest with you um wouldn't you say
2: yeah he reports and uh you know he's many times stated that he's not a fan and of not not a fan of the organization but he treats it you know he doesn't cheer for the mariners he just reports on him and yeah i think he's very fair in what he's written so far and um so yeah i got it's interesting what uh what the fan base has said already i mean people are yeah. flying off the handle
1: yeah let's uh let's just go from uh like what he said here we we. we said, Ken Rosenthal seemed to have broken this uh, through the athletic source sell the athletic the rest of the details, not known, but more importantly, he, right. Why I wanted to pull up this was because he said, uh, here's Depoto's statement quote. I want to thank Marco JK Evan for their contributions to our club. All three key, all three played key roles at different stages of our growth over the last past several seasons. Quote, Said president of baseball operations dear DePoto quote as we continue to work through this offseason with the goal of improving our team for 2024 and beyond, we believe the additions of Jackson Cower and Cole Phillips, as well as the roster and payroll flexibility created tonight, will move us closer to that goal. It's hard to swallow, but I get it. Uh, I don't know why. I guess Jerry, yeah, like you said, Jared Kelnick would have to be the piece to take on Marco's um contract. Evan White, uh, again, we'll get into his contract or his Mariner's story here in a second. And we gave them cash. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Uh, so so there has to be corresponding moves. But then uh Ryan Divish also said uh It is more than fair for Mariners fans to ask why DePoto is being forced into creating payroll flexibility, even if the end goal is bringing in a player on a big contract. So I guess this is the big, what the fuck is going on moment. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, no, that's kind of what I was trying to say. And he articulated better. You know, why do you have to get rid of a player like Kelnick to, you know, have payroll flexibility to be able to sign somebody else. I mean, just listening to you read that statement, I feel like that's just a cut and paste with the names and things we've heard many times with the freaking Mariners as far as their statements. We thank X, blah, blah, blah. We welcome the two new guys. We thank the guys that are with us for how the, uh, they contributed, and it gives us a lot of flexibility as we, call, as we continue to make our goal to the World Series. I mean, blah, 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 blah.
0: Get ready to play hardball in the kingdom. Take me to the
3: ballgame. I wanna see the ants. The Mariners are playing hardball. Did it again and again and again Hit it again. Princess Tours, the vacation company, brings you the best show in baseball when the San Diego Chicken plays hardball with the Seattle Mariners and the Baltimore Orioles tonight in the Kingdom.
2: But back to Kelnick, just to wrap it up, unless you want to keep going on with it. I think this is a really good thing for him. The Braves are a great organization. Kelnick is going to be in a lineup that I had hoped Seattle would build for him. He's going to have no pressure on him. Um, sure, he struggled at times high fastball, um, you know, recognizing pitch, facing lefties. But Atlanta is Atlanta. They looked at Kelnick for a reason and they think they can fix him or improve to what his potential is. I think it's going to be a great thing for him and I would expect him to really have a good season.
1: And and you add a veteran left-handed pitcher to a team with that lineup. I mean, Atlanta Braves right now out the gate as far as this trade, you know, in this sandbox, they have won. If you're Atlanta right now, you've got to be ecstatic about this. In fact, oh, there we go. If you're watching on YouTube, where's that? You got that Braves blanket going. Oh, keep yourself warm tonight. It's probably chilly up there in, in Washington, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's raining like Mariners fans' tears coming down out of the sky. Just another shocker.
1: Now, you, you, a key word that you said right there. You said Braves lineup looking. So I, as you were going on there, I, I pulled up the fan graphs. They already updated it. They already have Jared Kelnick starting. You want to hear it. You got Ronald Acuna. You got Ozzy Albies. You got Austin Riley. You got Matt Olson. You got Marcella Zuna. You got Michael Harris the second. You got Sean Murphy. You got Jared projected in there, hitting low in the lineup at
2: eight. For me, I really like that outfield. I mean, Acuna. Uh, and Kelnick and left and then their center fielder who we saw up in Seattle. You know, wow.
1: You look at Atlanta and you look at the Dodgers last year. These are two teams that you thought was going to be a shoe in for the NLCS. Uh, shit happened. Uh, they're adding on to their team. Somebody that he's got zero pressure. To carry this team. And you know, he's aligned himself up in a lineup with another big superstar on the same, or maybe just a little bit above the level of Julio.
2: Yeah, I mean, that outfield is uh defensively yikes, they're good. Uh Cunha, yeah, you mentioned Harris, yeah. Ro- rookie of the year, uh young player. I mean, it's funny you mentioned uh, the Dodgers too in that part of your 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 uh your talk there. I mean they were they were in on Kelnick last year or it was rumored that they inquired about him. So it's just interesting that these two quality franchises are asking about JK, you know, and is this going to be something that comes back and bites the mariners as far as what he turns into. But I, he's He would have never reached, in my opinion, his potential with the Mariners as what well. he probably will with the Braves. Huh.
1: Think about it if you're the Mets. Now he's back in the division, the first people to get rid of him. I don't feel like Jared Kelnick got a fair shake at being brought up without the pressure of being like, you need to perform right now because we're in a pennant race and we don't have any other options because we didn't bring anybody in in free agency and we didn't do it again. And we put you in this situation again.
2: And, um, and we're going to hit you lead off. Remember that?
1: Yeah. Um, but I do feel like if he was brought up a different way, if he was in a different organization where he didn't have as much pressure on him to be like, Hey, we're, we're putting the team on your back. You're, you're going to save us. Uh, uh, and you have to play every single day. I mean, the plan last year was that he was going to be a platoon player, and to his credit, the people that he was paired with to be a platoon player, AJ Pollock, whomever, uh, didn't pan out, and he was showing signs of hey, he could be an everyday hitter, everyday player. You know his average dipped after April, but I, I think we talked about it on here. Where is it was going? Like, wow, yeah, he he has, he has been kind of slumping, but you wouldn't know because of every hit he had and everything that he did was like big moment, big hustle, um, great play in the outfield. Like he contributed something to the team positively so much. And then you have the water cooler thing, and then it kind of triggers you back to like, oh, so he's he's not changed, but again, he's young. So it's just one of those fuck. It's always going to be what if moments, especially if, you know, he turns his career in the direction that we all think he can. And I think the biggest thing to me is again, the return of what you got for him, why he was part of this deal. Um, I get it, but I also am like that's That's the part that sucks. like, like we said when we were starting here, like I could see if you made a trade maybe last year or something for something that you really needed. Like we need this right now. And, you know, getting somebody who hasn't played in the major leagues and somebody with like, you know, the pedigree of the other guy, you're like, eh, it's it doesn't feel good. And um, do you have something to say to that before we check out some fan reactions here?
2: No, I was just going to say basically uh, what I was trying to say earlier was you, you know, Mariners have been um, talked about as a possible trade partner with the Rays, you know, Rosarina, Arena, maybe Lowe, their second baseman, also their third baseman, you know, maybe two of those guys you flip and get for a Woo or a Miller. You sign Snell. Um,
1: and that's what that, we're going to be
2: talking about this week, right? So basically, um, the Kelnick thing, yeah, it's a stunner, but let's say you get those guys or, or anything. Those guys are quality major league hitters already. They've proven that. Um, and then you get a Cy Young award winner, you probably do have a better team. So it all depends on what the next moves are. These corresponding yes. moves for the Mariners. Absolutely. And for me, it's all about trust and I don't have the trust in them right now. So we have to wait and see.
1: I do feel like no matter what the where the Mariners go from this when you isolate this just to right now unless one of these pitchers just turns into like the holy fucking god of pitching I feel like Atlanta definitely for where where they're at definitely this is a good trade for the Atlanta Braves all around uh Evan White See what happens with him? Uh, Marco Gonzalez, healthy, is gonna help your team, especially with a lineup like that. It's a great fit. Jared Kelnick, no pressure, end of the lineup on a stud lineup.
2: A great, yeah, trade. I agree with all that. Great uh, trade, for- yeah. A lot of things I've seen people think Atlanta least the Mariners. Um, like you mentioned, it's hard to tell. Uh, that one pitcher is like, a, you know, he's 20 years old, hasn't p- pitched once in professional baseball. He could be two to three, uh, probably more likely three years away. So, um, yeah, it's one of those cost-cutting saves, like we mentioned many times on here, and we'll see if one of these guys, the young guy that hasn't pitched, will be some sort of piece of this trade.
1: Uh, Daniel Kramer at the time of this. We got another one to come in I don't know if you saw this. Jerry DePoto indicated that the Mariners intend to be industrious with the payroll flexibility that tonight's trade fixed up. We do intend to go out and put it to immediate use to make our team better. So I'm I'm gonna hang on the immediate word.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, a very funny man. Please welcome from Seattle Jay Buner Here's one for you. Horse walks into a bar. Bartener says, hey, why the long face? (laughs) Here's one for you. Aren't you glad he decided to play right field for the Mariners instead?
1: Um, The real Seattle Mariners uh, fans on, um, that's a group that's on um, Facebook. Uh, Ryan DeVault runs that cool guy um this one's a pretty interactive page they've actually been on the news and stuff for some some stories and things that that nature there's a poll out here um it says what is your immediate reaction to the Kelnick gonzalez white trade and let's we'll get into gonzalez and white too uh but it is 14 of the people are excited Twenty-six are indifferent. Sixty percent enraged. Uh, uh. Here's somebody, Aaron Bet says, huge bummer if no big moves comes in on the horizon. I think we can both agree with that, right? Like, if if like we if we make these trades, and then you have an off season like you did last season as far as signing people, then yes. Uh, but I don't know how you can get worse than we gave them a. Uh, a D minus grade for what they did as a whole in the off season last year. Oh, and then we do have some people that have chimed in to us. I do want to get their stuff out. We got uh, Parmesan LeBron hit in here. Uh, he said, you know, the salary dump of Marco Costas, Jared is what he said. Evan white was nothing, <laughs> did nothing. And unfortunately another prospect, that didn't materialize into a pro Kelnick will likely continue to mature and maybe even reach all-star form. Maybe another Mariner we will likely see playing for the world series. It's kind of a thing that happens. Uh, Very true. And he goes, if this isn't a sign to real, to go really big, like an Otani or several other big names, we'll see Stanton size writing on the wall. Uh, He also said, let me see. God, this is a long one. I'm have to do this. He goes well. I'm put. I'll cut down to the chase. I'm putting most of the fault on Stanton, but the mayor, but Depoto and Service have to be considering their next destinations if this organization isn't serious about winning the magical winter with these young young studs under our team control. At least we get to root for the Huskies football team in their quest for the national championship.
2: Yeah, true. I mean, the thing about this trade too is. Um, you're getting back pitching. And this is something we know that uh, the major league club needs help in hitting. So that's another aspect of it that bugs people too.
1: Yeah. And I, to be fair, the Mariners are the bullpen and pitching whisperers. They find something that somebody has in their arsenal that maybe they're not using all the time. That means they're, they've been proven to do that. So let's not discredit them or count them out on that. I, I and, and, and
2: they're, they're the organization that's won 90 games three years in a row and only been in the playoffs once. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it, I'm tired of the bullpen whisper, the pitching whisper. Get in the playoffs, win some games.
1: Well, the, and the game is changing again, offense is is trending back. Uh, money ball is dying out. Uh, oh, Look at the two teams. We've talked about it before in the World Series last year. I think they were 19th and 20th in pitching, uh, but also they got hot at the right time. So it's not like that's everything. So Grandma Norma, will give her a call. 92 and a half, almost going to be 93 in January. January 27th, she'll be 93. She's our uh, our co- one of our correspondents. Hello. Well, Grandma, we're we're calling yeah. you hot take. We just need a quick hot take. You heard the news, Anna's right with me, right here. Uh, Jared Kelnick, no longer a Mariner. He's an Atlanta Brave. What's your feelings on it?
3: I, uh, my feelings are on this is uh, I really don't care. That I, he wasn't one of my favorite. He he's the water kicker cooler is native. The one that kicked the water cooler?
1: That's who he is. He was very passionate.
3: Yeah, well, maybe he could go get a job with the Seahawks as a kicker oh. if things don't work out with a lot of brain. So you didn't I like mean, you didn't
1: like his attitude?
3: No, I didn't care for him at all. But uh, I-, I was always under the impression that you kind of liked him when they brought him in up there. I did. But I...
1: I did, and Han- Hanson he he Hanno really really liked uh, Jared Kelnick.
3: Well, he wasn't my favorite. I'll tell you that. So I can't. Uh, sh- I wish him luck, but I I can't shed any uh, tears over him going.
1: Yeah. So you're just you're looking forward to what uh, Jerry Depoto is going to add to the team here.
3: Well, I'm looking forward to the game starting. So.
1: Right. Okay. Well,
3: I hope they get some new, new pictures, and uh, leave the rest of the team kind of alone.
1: <laughs> All right. There you go. All right, Grandma. We'll we'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. And then uh, we also had our our boy uh, who just did the last episode. One of our guys here. He said, "Yeah,
2: the the plan is going to be." Uh, Worked out in 2028, right? Wasn't that what he was saying? That's what Jerry's plan was. 2026, we're gonna be 2027. You know, so we're we're, we're getting closer to that time.
1: Have yourself a sip of that oh, that that uh, that high noon. Let me read this. <laughs> he, goes, <laughs> he goes, maybe there is another shoe to drop, but them shredding all the salary they can with whispers of not being genuine about adding to this roster in a meaningful way is the biggest fuck you to the fan base since batting Adam Kennedy cleanup in 2006. I told you he's changed. He has changed. He used to be Mr. Don't worry about it. DePoto's got a plan to go in like, all right, it's time for the plan now. I, you know, he's so, uh that's fair. Uh we did talk to the ninja. I woke him up with the news and he goes, "What did we get, Akuna?" And I said, what? <laughs> we got this guy." And then he hung up the phone and said he's sleeping. He had to get up early in the morning. So, as far as uh, and uh also Chris Jensen, getting I uh, just want to let all the co-hosts here get get their get their um things. And he goes, "Um he says Soto or Otani?" He goes, I think that'll make it better. He says, but dude, what are the Mariners doing? Are we in a full rebuild mode? I think there's corresponding moves to be made. And I also feel like, too, when we're looking here, um, hearing what people are saying, here's a random one. The Mariners say that they're in their contending window. They say they can't afford a Tawny. Then they have to shred as much salary as possible. What the heck? What are we doing Yes, Kelnick is gone, but it, it isn't like we traded J.P. Crawford, or we traded Cal Raleigh, God forbid, or we traded. What would be the ra- reaction if we did trade one of these pitchers that we don't want to trade? Um, it seems to me, would I'll say this now, knock on wood. It seems to me we were going with this episode before we this all happened. We were going to talk about Ty France of like what is a Thai France and we should we'll talk about it tomorrow? What's a what's a Thai France look like? At age 29, coming out of driveline and just redoing
0: everything. Grippy makes a leaping catch. Throw to Griffey and second, you.
3: Stop.
0: Another victim. <laughs> Grippy working on a shutout gets the sign from Grippy. Don't shake me off. Here's the wine in the bitch. I smashed the third dodgy stopped by grippy the throw to grippy at first. Pin-posh. I'm dead set against this human cloning thing. The Seattle Mariners. You gotta love these guys. Here you go, kids. And the Mariners
3: are flying very
1: high. Let's get to the back half of this trade. Let's uh let's start with Evan and then let's get into Marco because Marco had much more of a uh substantial uh imprint on the Mariners team. And um uh, Evan White. It just never, another, another, like, just another one of these didn't pan out, Ackley, Miller, even throw Kelnick, whomever into this group of, it seemed promising, never could really stay healthy, obviously, not really, I mean, he could not stay healthy, could never really get that back going, uh, but. An absolute wizard with the glove over there at first base.
2: Yeah, that was his calling card. Won, won the gold glove in his first full season. Um, the Mariners X- then, what's that? 60-game season. Yeah, first full season for him. But yeah, um, couldn't get the bat going. Like you mentioned, the Mariners offered him a contract that was... um. One 24. of those that, that is appealing to a young player who hasn't pro- proven himself, but the mariners have high upside on him and hope that it will work out. It turned out really good for him and burned the Mariners because he was injury injury plagued, like you mentioned. And um that was about it.
1: Yeah, and to, to be fair, White's 27. Uh, like I said, his career's been defined with injuries, uh, he agreed to a $24 million six, 6 uh, six year contract before he even played in the major leagues. Um, he, yes, he did win that gold glove. Uh, he appeared in 30 games in 2021. Um, then we haven't seen him, uh, but he's owed $7 million next year and $8 million in 2025. And then a $2 million buyout. So, I, at at this pace, he's what gonna make twenty. He's gonna make twenty six million dollars or twenty four million dollars. Excuse me. By the time he's twenty nine, and probably will have played less than two hundred games in the major league. So you're right. It works out. It worked out financially great for
2: him. Yeah. It's the risk he took. He, you know, could have bet on himself, but with injuries and everything else, uh, that's pr- that's real good money for a young yeah. man who made the pros early and has had a career that was hampered by injuries at age yeah. 29 by the time he's done, if he makes the show or continues or not.
1: As far as a Mariner, no real impact. Uh, Marco Gonzalez, the last of the... the- the Mohicans from the um, from the 2018 season. It's one of Jerry's very right. This organization's very first, like big signings, it was him. And then they got Kelnick in the trade, but this was the guy that was the anchor of the team of uh, love, hate relationship with the fans because you Know he doesn't throw hard, but lots of quality starts, lots of innings, uh eaten a big inning eater over the last couple of years. Last year he was injured, uh losing him. You're also what 12 and a half million off the books. And you know, not to sound like a dick, but like he he really had no impact on like losing him doesn't really to me hurt the current Mariners. You know, I say that now, but as far as the, the pitching depths and he really didn't have much of an impact if any last season. Uh, what's the thoughts on Marco? Uh,
2: Marco was part of the trade that sent uh high prospect, Kyle O'Neill and Marco came back. Um, a Washington guy went to Gonzaga university, a guy that wanted to be here. Uh, we mentioned last episode that you never really hear of guys. Snell wants to be here, but Market wanted to be here. And he performed in that trade, in my opinion. He was everything you would ask for. Um, he was your number one starter at the time when you were just starting to build your rotation. He performed very well, got you innings, got you wins, and um, did quite fine. As you start to get on in the season and through later years your expectations got higher with other guys coming up with younger better stuff and he got moved down and um he still helped out and did his thing you knew every time mark went out there he was going to give you his best sure he gave up some home runs sure uh there was a few games that were just dogs but in the end his last season of playing or his in the postseason with the Mariners, he was left off the playoff roster. So yeah. I got nothing bad to say about Marco Gonzalez. He's a quality mariner, did everything he could uh through his abilities, and that's all I can say. Good luck to him. I hope he wins a ring.
1: I hope he doesn't. I hope the Mariners win these rings. Uh but uh I I when I look at Marco Gonzalez, you said it right there, uh, and which takes me back to what I was saying. Like There really hasn't been an impact, or he doesn't make an impact to me to lose him to what's going on right now with the Mariners. And you look at somebody also that got a good contract. This is what happens when you're at the end of your contract. It's, you're usually moved uh, sometimes in the uh, middle of the season. I'm sure if Marco was healthy last year, and was pitching with with the additions of who we were bringing up i bet you'd see him he would have got moved i bet you there would have been a lot of inquiries to get him um so for him to move it it finally happened a a lot of us last year were looking for him and Flexen to be moved if, if you remember
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, if he didn't get hurt, there's a possibility we wouldn't have seen either one of Wu or Miller or Hancock, you know. Um, So it's a long season. And unfortunately, uh, he got hurt and gave other guys opportunities. And like you mentioned, he makes some money. And when you make money with the Seattle Mariners, you can be expendable. And that's what happened. He was a good team leader for the Mariners, that's for sure. You always heard he was a clubhouse leader.
0: But it was in Seattle's kingdom where the wild kingdom really had its day.
2: The most frightful delay of all time was
3: the attack of the killer kitten. My gosh, what is that? Is that it's a like rat? A muskrat or a cat? I not see that. It's
0: a cat. We had, you know, some stray cats uh, that you know took up residence in the kingdom for a long time well this one particular night one of the cats gets on the field just running around all over the place finally another attendant picks it up and the attendant that got scratched just
2: ow he's in pain look at him that cat is
0: he's starting to run off the field and take care of the cat all of a sudden this cat just (laughs) munches down on his finger that's a tough little guy the cat won't let go. And all of a sudden, Bird is twirling around like a top, trying to get rid of his cat. He's going like this and trying to get the cat. And the cat's hung out his finger like this. And he's in a whole lot of pain. Finally, to gets rid of the cat. A fussy feline with claws. That was kind of funny. <laughs> that cat
3: has gone crazy.
1: So we'll be back this week. I don't know if there's anything more to talk about this was just a raw reaction to uh you know uh, the Jerry Kelnick era is over and never really got going um like i said at the top i feel like it was mismanaged by the mariners but i'm not pointing all the blame on like why things didn't pop off you know ultimately the individual's got to go out there and do it. But it's, it's, uh, when you look at the trade again, I feel like I'm repeating myself. I know I am, but it's just, uh, it's, uh, it's going to be one of those ones that we're, everybody's going to be tracking and watching, especially in, uh, Mariner Twitter world, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, you got Seawald and Eugenio in Arizona we got rid of and now you know the trio of those guys down atlanta but like i said in the very beginning the best part of this whole trade is we don't have to hear the mariners play out every freaking time he's at the plate or gets a walk to first base country roads kiss it goodbye that
1: that is the plus side that is the glass half full uh or partially full or there's that was bad That was bad. And and listen, it's going to play good down in Dixie, like we said. It's going to play good over there. Well, maybe it'll get all the, well, maybe they won't like it. Maybe the Georgia people will be like, West Virginia, we got an issue with, you know. (laughs) Uh, But um, we're going to be back this week. We had a bunch of like hot stove stuff we were going to talk about. Possibly, I was thinking of some smoke with Tampa Bay. but, you know, look, the Mariners have shedded a lot of payroll. So there's no, There was no excuse in the first place. Now there's just like double, no fucking excuse not to go out and make something happen right now. I mean, if you bring in a Cody Bellinger, you bring in a Juan Soto into the outfield, I get this trade. Plus who knows uh, we're, we're talking 40 some million dollars off the payroll for this year. I would think this brings you back into the ballpark of the Otani situation. And we started, you know, getting ready for our show with the uh, tweet that went out or or report that went out that you sent me and it's, it's made its rounds, but it is, that the Mariners were, ba- what was it? They basically were going in to go shopping for Otani, thinking they were getting them at the Nordstrom Racks, but they're, sh- they're shopping at Nordstrom's. Well, maybe now they have enough money in their pockets to be going into the regular Nordstrom's. Because as far as we're looking here with these numbers, they have the money to do it. They had the money before this. We we know what revenue stream the Mariners bring in. And again, it always, it's the same old conversation where you've led us where do where do we point the finger at
2: yeah i mean it always comes down the almighty dollar with a mariner so we'll see well
1: anyways thanks for checking in with us if you're checking in with us here with that being said we'll be back this week thank you for liking subscribing, checking us out on youtube honestly wherever the fuck you're getting this from uh it's been a long day uh, long week of football. We didn't know that this was going to happen. We were very dialed in on the episode that we were about to do, and then this just dropped. With that being said, take me home, country road, Hanno. <laughs> you
3: <know what> time- <laughs>